Mikey, Mikey and Remy Yum. A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. Thank you for your thunderous applause. Yeah, it's it feels great. Yeah. It feels great to be adored. We are coming to you from the backyard, uh, the, the East Gardens of the uh, <laughs> Chablanc Estate. And so you might hear chickens in the background. Mm-hmm. You might hear water falling. Mm-hmm. You might hear construction workers mm-hmm. uh, blowing snot rockets. <laughs> All possible. <laughs> All we, possible on Lincoln Street. We have this crazy new, I'm going to put uh, up videos of it. We have this like, crazy stainless steel coffin, basically, that we've purchased. That <laughs> It's the size of like what would like a toddler would be buried in. And um, and we're using it for canning tomatoes. So it's on our stove right now with like 900 gallons of water in it. And f- what is it, 15? Yeah, I think so. 14. 14, yeah. Um, quarts of tomatoes that are just, they're making so much noise. <laughs> so we came outside. We migrated. It's, we didn't want the background to sound like um, we had a uh, a dryer full of like screws. In the <laughs> <background>. <laughs> screws this is um, arguably my favorite time of year. Yeah. Um, every year we can tomatoes so that I can make my grandma's sauce mostly. Yeah. And this year we did San Marzano's and Roma tomatoes. Yeah, not so together, we're, but we're, mm, yeah, yeah, we're doing separate. them. I know, we're going to see. And we're going to have, yeah, have a head to head for sauce making. I personally like uh, San Marzano's, but we'll see. I know. And when I look at a San Marzano, like they're just a little bit more interesting looking. Mm-hmm. They've kind of got that like. They almost like a pepper. Yeah. Yep. Where Romas are just like ping pong balls. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I think, I don't know, I'm interested to see. Yeah, me too. It's also your favorite time of year because it's, it's my, Mikey's birthday. It's my birthday. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> We're just getting kind of to the end of my birthday week, mm-hmm. which I didn't mean for it to be a week. I know some people are like, it's my birthday week, it's my birthday month, and they just like party the whole time and make people do things for them. <laughs> Yeah, you're not usually very indulgent with your with your birthday. I don't really care about my birthday that much. Um, I don't really care about presents. I, when, I, when I get them, it's exciting, but yeah. I don't care about them. And then um, I usually just like to have a big party. Yeah. And my birthday fell on a weird day this year. And it was a day that we had birthing class, actually. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to, we did a big hike that day and kind of had a fun experience. We ate drive-in burgers, which was so good at like this old school drive-in <laughs> in the Columbia Gorge. But then we had a little birthday party last night with some friends. It was like six of us, basically. Pizza. And I have a six-year-old. I want to have like a six-year-old's birthday party. Mm-hmm. So pepperoni pizza wings which we made which is a little bit more than a six-year-old's birthday and then chocolate cake that Rini made yeah it was my perfect birthday <laughs> well what's really fun is that we're going to be welcoming a baby to the Chablanc family you know very it. soon mm. and Rigatoni um, party time Rigatoni party time is coming say his name and so um we'll be able to have little six-year-old birthdays <sighs> for an actual little human. I love it. <laughs> it'll be really it'll be really fun. But my oh it's, what's funny is my birthday this year was 42 4 plus 2 
six-year-old six birthday. birthday. Wow, nice, Shit. nice. I love it. We also discovered <laughs> that 42 is twice the legal drinking age. It sure is. So we bought some beer and wine, wine and mm-hmm. I got carded, which I was like, thank you very much for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'm bald and white-bearded kind of at this point. <laughs> But Rita goes, oh, you're double, you're 21 <laughs> times two. Ouch. Sting. I just kind of need you to feel old a little bit. Oh, yeah, sure. Because yeah. Um, for those of you <laughs> that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that this podcast was historically a um, sort of fertility and trying to get pregnant podcast. Totally. Um, and a part of- Punctuated with food talk. Punctuated with food talk. And now it's sort of the opposite. It's kind of a food podcast punctuated by pregnancy and fertility oh, yeah. things. I like that. Um, we 69 our show. But I am of advanced maternal age. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Tell me more. Or geriatric pregnancy. Turn up your hearing aids for this one, <laughs> folks. <laughs> and so I have felt old for the entire time that I have been trying to get pregnant. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, Not, and, and at every stage it's been glaring on some glaring. level one thing or another yeah now it's especially glaring because we're doing like a birthing class for instance yes. and both cu- we're yes. with it's three couples including us and the other two couples are like 10 years younger than us i would say or mm-hmm. more yep and yep. you can and it feels it oh my god like, i just feel like oh fuck uh, we could be these people's parents <laughs> almost <laughs> yeah they're all it very is. sweet but We wanted to um, we wanted to talk birthday today because it was Mikey's birthday week because we are going to be welcoming a little rigatoni party time here. So we're going to be having a literal day of birth soon. (laughs) That's yeah. Um, Isn't that an interesting thing? Yeah. Yeah. But we we wanted to start out because we had a a prenatal appointment today. Yeah. Um, They're now every two weeks now Mm -hmm. that I am 30 weeks pregnant. And um I feel a little remiss about the sugar episode because I didn't fully share yeah. um, what happened because I was I was having a lot of feels about. We talked about the gestational diet, the glucose test yeah, that you we did, take. We talked about it. We didn't talk about your results. Yeah, I I thought I didn't want to share the results, but I, now I do. Yeah, because um, I, think so. I think it was really important what has happened since and um, and just what especially what happened today. And so for those of you that are maybe pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant or have friends that are pregnant, um, you know, this is just information that I think that I wish that I had going in. Um, and so the ultimately what happened from the the glucose tolerance test, which is again where you drink this, you come in fasting. So you've got nothing, no food in your system, which yep. while you're pregnant is is just a joy. Um, and, <laughs> and great for the baby. Sure. And then you drink this really concentrated, very sugary drink that tastes like flat Sprite. You have to finish it within five minutes. We did the two-hour test. So they test your blood fasting. They test your um, glucose uh, an hour in, and they tested it two hours in. Yeah. So my numbers were fine fasting. And before we get into that, yeah. why... Tell me, I, I still don't understand the reason that you have to, like, why you're not just testing your regular glucose levels rather than why do you have to I, spike it? I don't know. I guess it's just because they want to see what your body does with 
what your blood Jet sugar does it? with a with with a load like that. Um, I don't. I, I don't, don't really know. That. I know it's. It seems cruel in a way. Which well, just seems like um, almost dangerous for the kid. Right. Too. It's like, I know. Hey, just chug this bottle of tequila. Right. And we'll see what happens. Like, well, and we also didn't get there first thing, and then we had to wait. So it was like by the time I got the two hour test, remember right. it was like noon. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. was hungry and like then you 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 know your body it doesn't it doesn't like that no, of course not no, of course not when it's and, it's and to say nothing of the fact that like uh, mike sheather i might do that right <laughs> like i might find my way to a slurpee or a bag of you know sour patch kids or something but like you as a as who you are and also being pregnant you that would never fucking happen. Like right. not even close to that. So right. I know you're going to get to it, but like we had this kind of discussion, we've had this discussion, but we really had this discussion with our midwife today where I just don't understand why this test is a thing and why there's so much baggage around it, why mm-hmm. it's such a thing. Cause it's mm-hmm. just like, in what world are you going to be chugging that much sugar right. in one sitting? Well, and the other thing in one sitting is really an appropriate thing to say because you don't, you can't move. Yeah. They want you to just stay so sedentary. So you just like what stay sedentary about? for two hours, which I would, ne- I mean, like, I, I don't know. I would just never do that. Yeah. Anyway, um, my, I actually failed my glucose tolerance test. <laughs> well, to, yeah, to, to, <laughs> I, I interrupted you in, in the test. So, so tell, say the whole test. Yeah. So fasting, my, my blood sugar was fine. My one hour test was fine. Like super fine. And then the two hour was one point over the maximum that your blood sugar can be at that moment. Yeah, so it's supposed to be below 153 and it was 154. Right. And right. so basically what that means is there's no gray, it's black or white. So once you have that number, you now have a diagnosis of gestational diabetes. Dope. Which to me felt like an enormous crushing blow. Yeah. And I think carrying the baggage of you know, years of trying to get pregnant Mm -hmm. and having an infertility diagnosis and then having a PCOS diagnosis and then having three losses under our belt. It really felt like, fuck, I don't, and the advanced maternal age. It's like, I don't need another hash mark on my medical chart that makes people you know, whether you're, I don't care what kind of provider you are, you yeah. go in and you look at somebody's chart and that's that's all the information that you have, totally. right? There's no nuance to no. it. And, and I think that's that, what was really difficult And anyone that knows you, anybody that listens to this podcast and knows Corinne, or anybody that knows you in a health perspective should know that you are like the healthiest person that I know. You're you're restrictive, but kind of in the best best sense. You exercise every day. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it's insane how healthy you are. Like that's what you're known for. So to have this feels like the the most. It's the biggest misrepresentation of what your kind of like diet and eating and all those things are. And so that's why I found it just mega frustrating. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, one thing that I've really learned is that this test, you can refuse this test, right? You can refuse any, any medical test ultimately. Right. And you're, yes, then you're putting, um, you know, there's, there's risks and benefits, right? Sure, totally, yeah. Um, but I think what I would have done differently is I would have just gotten a glucometer, which is just a thing that 
measures your blood sugar um, fasting and then an hour after you eat your meals. Um, And you do have to, you do have to, um, you know, prick your finger. Right. Um, But I would have so much preferred to get that real time information, which I've had to do anyway. So, right. so basically what yeah, happens, like a $10 glucose monitor. You could, yep. you can just get prick your finger. It's not a big deal. We've been doing it together on some level. Yep. So basically what you do when you get this gestational diabetes diagnosis is you then have to test your blood sugar, um, and perhaps make diet modifications yeah. based on what your blood sugar is showing. And what has ultimately been the result of my testing now for a week and a half is that my numbers are far, far below what would be needed, like what the numbers are for, for having to be on medication, which would be insulin. Right. Um, And it's basically like the picture of when you're taking your stabbing your finger four times a day is that you don't have gestational diabetes. Right. Right. It looks like my numbers are really, really good. Right. And so, so this um, is the part that just makes me crazy. As the this is the part that's really partner. frustrating. Like, Come on. <laughs> but I will say just to kind of wrap this up. So today we had an appointment with the midwife. It was um, the advocacy I will say was, was, mostly led by Mikey who who does really well in these sort of situations <laughs> because I think that you you buck against authority a little bit mm. <laughs> and in some ways your healthcare provider can sometimes look like an authority figure right because oh, they're the ones most people think that yeah they're the ones that are managing your care and managing your chart and all of that and I tend to get a little um like I um, I, I get into my like good girl role and I yeah. don't want to be confrontational and I don't want to rock the boat. But Mikey was, um, <laughs> you know, this is something that I've got historically gotten in trouble for because I don't call anybody doctor. I never in school <laughs> would call people Mr. or Mrs. Like, I just don't, I don't believe in that. Like maybe in elementary school or whatever, but like in college, I you know, never called anybody professor or anything like that. Fuck you. Like, I don't, I don't believe in honorariums well it's great because you just like you went in with that like white male confidence (laughs) and it was just yeah it was it was a beautiful thing today and i i think what then i was able to do because because mikey was not combative but just very assertive with why this test feels ridiculous why it feels insane that this is on my chart and why we don't want this to continue into the future because the what then happens is we're in a hospital. Mm-hmm. You're not guaranteed who your provider is. So whoever comes in sees this on the chart. And then there's a potential for your blood sugar to like continuously be tested while you are doing your birth. Right. Which sounds so obnoxious and anxiety producing and like takes you out of what you're meant there to do, right? Which is bring your baby earthside for sure in the the healthiest, safest way that you can, right? For sure. Um, and so what was really cool about today after we had this discussion with the midwife, she sat with us mm-hmm. and we put an addendum onto onto my medical chart. Yeah. Right. So, so we went in today. I was kind of like, you know, not guns blazing, but guns cocked about um like not wanting this to follow you through the pregnancy, not all, wanting a lot of these things. And we've also heard from people that you can just have it removed from your chart. And I kind of I asked for that. I was like, we want this removed from the chart. 
And basically she had a, a good way of describing to us like, okay, but just so you know, like we can remove that kind of headline from the chart, but the numbers were still will still be there. Right. So it looks like it'll right. look like, wait, why was this not addressed? Or did right. we drop the ball? Or did you guys drop the ball? Mm-hmm. And so we kind of And just, it could potentially open up more questions. For sure. Right. So. And so this this way is, you know, we keep the, the you know, the diagnosis there, but we were able to, yeah, like you said, with her, we crafted this addendum. Yeah, which basically said, um, you know, showed up with one point over in second trimester. Yeah. Um, very, very well controlled through diet, mm-hmm. of which I've changed nothing. Yeah. It's just my diet. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was really very clear. And then I think she there was, there was, there was something like... Um, um, you know, not to be discussed unless during, medically necessary. Unless medically necessary right? Yeah, which I thought was great. So yeah, just, that felt so yeah. good. And so I just, I don't know, it was such a lesson in, um, f- you know, really feeling empowered. This is your medical chart. Yeah. This is your birth or a friend's birth or a family member's birth. And so I think just really encouraging people, especially if they're in the hospital system, Mm -hmm. to make sure that things are reflecting who you are. Yeah. And the reality of you and your pregnancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I loved loved that. I just wanted to share that. And I wanted to share it without shame. I was feeling really like shameful when when I got the test results because it, you know, it just feels like, what am I doing? What did Mm, I do to my baby? What, you know? And um, and the word, we talked about this with a couple different people, but there needs to be a different um, title. Yeah, There needs to be a different, like gestational diabetes is the wrong, like diabetes has so many cultural connotations and and it just, it's the wrong way to say it. It's the, you know, they need to come up with something that's less. I don't know, negatory or pejorative or whatever, because yeah, it does feel like it's not, it's just, it doesn't represent what it actually is. Right. Cause, cause the way that, you know, the midwife was describing it was really, it is hormonal. Yeah, right. Sure, and, totally. and that it's, it sometimes has, you have very little control over right. it, even with diet. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, there's so many ways to kind of, uh, subtly guilt and shame pregnant mm, people for sure um and this this and maybe it was just my maybe it was just my response and like you know me carrying my stuff into this moment I don't think but it was. yeah i i think for a lot of people it feels um it feels really hurtful yeah and so um yeah so we we just really wanted to come on and Hell share yeah. that experience when i just think to put a bow on it is just to say that you know your I think healthcare in our country has been taken so far away from us mm-hmm. that like, especially with something like a pregnancy and a birth, like it is yours. It's your body. Mm-hmm. You know, your body better than most health professionals advocate for yourself. If something feels wrong, say that it feels wrong. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's for a lot, you know, it's, it's the first time that it's not just your body. Oh yeah. Totally. Right. And so there's and this it literally is a different body. Yeah. And so it's this extra layer of, Oh my God, I really don't want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you're not doing the wrong thing. <laughs> Unless you maybe are. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> don't drink margaritas while you're pregnant. No, totally. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a really important thing to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was day of birth. So, day of birth. <laughs> so, we decided to talk, since it is my birthday, 
and we just decided to talk about birthdays. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm someone, Rinny doesn't really have stuff that like on her birthday, it's the 4th of July. She just wants to get out, see some fireworks. Yep. And that's be kind on the of, ocean. Yeah, be on the ocean. That's her main gig. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more particular. Like, I don't really care about having much, but I'm particular about certain things. And they all revolve around food. Yes. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really remember what my birthday parties were like as a kid, but they always, you know, everybody's birthday parties, were, you know, a lot of them revolve around, obviously, the cake. Sure candles. Yep. And we, did you find out anything interesting you want to share? Yeah. I mean, just, just quick little hits. Um, you know, like we just, we just started talking about this episode and we're like, why a cake? It seems weird. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it just as easily could be cookies or muffins or something more shareable. Yeah. I think it's interesting that it's a one thing. So this is, um, sort of corroborated on several different websites. Um, Farmer's Almanac, All Recipes. We've got a couple different... <laughs> My Farmer's Almanac. A <laughs> couple different um, peeps talking about this. But the fuck is Farmer's uh, Almanac? Apparently, it was um, the Romans. Yeah, yep, right? I saw that too. Yeah, sort of ancient Rome um, that really started celebrating like just kind of ordinary lay people birthdays. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, because before that it was like, you know, religious figures, right? right? Gods. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, when I saw, and I think that they also, the, they kind of adopted a lot of the, the thing. They just basically made it a small wedding. Right. Cause it was like, right. they were, they had wedding stuff and they're like, Oh, birthdays. And so they made just kind of it a, like a mini wedding. almost. Right. I thought this was really interesting. So um, any Roman man that was turning 50 years old, mm would receive a cake. I mean, 50? 50. In ancient Rome? Yeah. That seems like enormously long. Totally. Like a, That's like a hundred-year-old person. Um, <laughs> you have to wait 50 years to get a fucking cake. No kidding, right? <laughs> and so- Now um, we give one-year-olds smash cakes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Suck on that, Romans. <laughs> and women, it turns out, are allowed um, to have cakes now, too. Congratulations. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, it was a- Oh, you did say specifically 50-year-old men. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dumb no, women, it. It's it specifically says here, were not celebrated until about the 12th century. So. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> but men would get their- beautiful wheat flour, nuts, yeast, honey, cakes. Oh yeah, sounds um, nice. And so that is really, um, it looks to me like the inception of, okay. of the birthday cake. Yeah. I just, I mean, birthdays, they loomed so large in elementary school, like in my childhood, uh-huh. I think in everybody's childhood, uh-huh. but I have like some of my biggest memories are like, well, A, the horror in the fact that I had to invite everyone from my class. Ouch. Remember, did you have to do that? I I, I can't remember having birthday parties like that. Oh yeah, I, see, I, I don't know. I have these pictures from like elementary school and I'm like, wait, why the fuck was that kid there? I wasn't even, <laughs> I didn't like them at all. But yeah, you, I think the rule in our school was if you invited one person, you had to invite everybody. Um, it's like the Valentine's, you have to give them to everybody. And I was like, well, yeah. I want to give it to Missy. And like, oops. Can I say her name? <laughs> Don't say her full name. Early crush. Um, well, I, my memories are more family birthdays. Like yeah. that's kind of, um, I, I actually have a, a distinct <laughs> memory of, because it's the 4th of July, right? So it's oh, like yeah, sure. family is kind of gathering anyway. And what do, you know, Italian Americans do but gather and eat? And it was um, 
Clams Casino. Oh, is at your like, birthday? Yeah. It's like, a, no. I mean, no, not what. Are you kidding me? No, I loved clams as a kid. <laughs> Wait, what's Clams Casino? Bacon and cheese? Bacon, no cheese. Bacon, oh. breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like garlic and, you know, then you can kind of, you can put peppers. Sure. Um, what am I thinking of? Royale? No. I don't know. Vegas style. <laughs> I don't donkey know. Style? Clams Casino, sauce? though. I That's an love. intense kids thing. Totally. I don't even remember. I think it was probably pizza and things like that at my parties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, I, we, I think we did showbiz pizza, or which is like Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. And my favorite thing there, I can't remember if it was my birthday or other people's birthdays, but you know, they had the animatronic animals. <laughs> and then they would have them come on. It's like, the say it's your birthday. And then some poor fucker that was making like two dollars an hour would have to go, Michael. To say it's your birthday, Patrick. It was great, and it would come out through like that crazy animatronic bear's mouth. I like that it was only Irish people that celebrated. Well, I know that's the only two names I can think of: there. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! It was we had ours was called Showbiz O'Patties. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically stew. It was like mutton stew, and then cup. Showbiz Pizza had the 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 cuppy pepperoni mm. that would like just be the oil cups for sure. Oh God, I yeah. used to love that shit so good it was great and so it's good. and i just you know i mean but so my birthday preference forever has been pound cake huh so my mom <laughs> starting at a certain age she made pound cake you know which is called a pound cake because it's you know pound of butter pound of flour pound of sugar sure think, is it just those three ingredients Ooh, I don't maybe know. but yeah and i would have pound cake with like seven minute icing that kind of clear jizzy looking icing <laughs> <laughs> on top until four years ago five years ago six years ago something like that yeah rinnie made this cake from it's a food and wine recipe yep. and it uses like simple syrup in it so it becomes this like insanely moist don't mm. say moist on a podcast, but insanely moist, ju juicy. What should we say instead of fluffy? It was a juicy, fluffy. Unctuous. Yeah, unctuous. <laughs> <laughs> Not claggy, uh, but cake. And she made it last night. Fuck me if it isn't the best cake I've ever had. Our friends that were over were like, what? Yeah. And, and pro tip on this cake, because we're going to share the recipe for it. Yeah. Um, don't overcook the cake. Like yes. almost take it out earlier than you think it should be out. Like Rinnie sunk a toothpick into one of the two layers and she brought it out and it still had a little bit of mm -hmm. cake jism on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's done. Yeah. And just leave it in the, the cake mold, you yeah. know, let it, let it cool. Cause it'll keep kind of cooking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. Carry over um, cooking. And and then the the frosting is an, again like a simple syrup with heavy cream, basically. Right. And it oh. is a foolproof like the, it, the one of the and I I don't care about cake. I at don't either all, at all. Um, but it is a magnificent cake. Yeah. If and when Corinne and I open a um something wine bar <laughs> restaurant something of the source of the what. <laughs> sure. Something of the type. Sort. Um, sort. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, this 100% will be on the menu. It might be the only thing on the menu. Yeah, it but, is. Um, it's that good. Oh, yeah. We ordered um, <laughs> Demos a pizza, which is like this kind of Connecticut style, um, New Haven style pizza. So good. Just like 
thin crust, blistery, yummy. We had three different types of pepperoni. We had like kind of a, a wild cheese one that was like, it was like a regular cheese pizza, but it had like burrata on it. And then like pesto. this crazy pe- pesto spiral that was great. And then we had one that was like a cacio e pepe. So I don't know, like they took the pasta dish and like made it into the pizza. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And then we just air fried wings at the house. So just like salt and pepper, um, on wings that I had been, you know, I'd left them out in the fridge with just a little salt uncovered. So they developed a little bit of like a pellicle, like a little bit of the kind of sticky skin that mm. helps them crisp up and then toss them in oil, toss them in the air fryer and then, and just, and then dip your own sauce. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but I am a, I like naked wings, sauce on the side, mm-hmm. keep them crispy until you dip it. And I will fist fight. I was about to say fist fuck. I will fist fuck and fist fight anyone who wants to battle about this because sauce wings are bullshit. Oh, you've completely um, convinced me. Yeah, it's so you know. It's, I th- I watch people get sauced wings and I'm like, you you just ruined your wings, right? Because the the great part, especially and you know, like you're not we're not deep frying them, right? We're putting right. them in the air fryer, mm-hmm. but they still do get like nice and crispy. Oh, super crispy, and then. You know, my jam is just a, like straight up buffalo wings. So right. then we use um, some butter and some franks. Yep. And that's it. Then oh, you yeah. have your dipper and it's great. But, you know, we also had some barbecue sauce and a couple sure, other totally. options too. But, yeah. um, wow. Yeah. Really I've delicious. Also, and then a big, huge farmer's market salad. Oh, yeah. It's and, the, which I ate none of last night because fuck that. I was just like pizza wings. And, <laughs> okay. and then farmer's market carrot. Mm-hmm. Um Carrot and, and celery. celery and blue cheese. Yeah, yeah. the little wings crudite. Mm-hmm. The uh, the other thing that's happened with our birthday, my birthday, is that we're starting to receive gifts both from the registry for baby. And then I'm also like people have kind of been like they sent gifts early, they sent gifts late, like people in our family. So I've had like five or six days in a you row really have. of presents you to really open. Have. And yeah. while I said I don't give a shit about presents, oh boy. I love presents and some of them are presents like for our little baby. And so like little baby shoes and we got bottles and like, I don't know. It's just so awesome to be able to like celebrate my birthday and also the birth of, of my progeny. Yeah. My heir, (laughs) (laughs) the heir to the Chablanc fortune estate grounds. So it looks like, (laughs) um, the sort of contemporary birthday celebration, Mm. Um, was brought to us by the Germans. Oh, yeah. No, the Germans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The Germans brought us most, a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of our, well. (laughs) Yes, Germans. You know you did. No, but Germans are dope. Yeah. And, and, um. (laughs) But like birth or like Christmas stuff, I think a lot of our Christmas stuff comes from Germany and Austria. Yeah. It looks like, um, it was in the 18th century, it was children's birthdays that were really celebrated. The the, the Kinder something. Kinderfest. Yeah, Kinderfest. Well, and we're also a la talking about Mike Sheether's birthday last night. I yeah, mean, it really was like a six-year-old's birthday. Yeah, so. I felt very kin- kindredy. The, I mean, also we're talking about birthday stuff. That's like a lot of this is very uh, Eurocentric. Absolutely, white birthday stuff. Yeah, because we're talking. I mean, so one of the things that was dope was I was reading about like the ways that like in South America how they celebrate happy birthdays. Mm. It, I don't know why I said that, <laughs> but like they'll sing happy birthday, but like in in Uruguay. Um, they touch, they have to touch the person on the head or the shoulder either after they sing happy birthday or while they're singing happy birthday. Cool. I thought that was really cool. Like everybody gets a hand on you. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I like that. The happy birthday song. And then Peru, there was another one where they sing it in English and then also in Spanish, hmm. which I don't know why they have to sing it in English. Like, right. English. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it, it's... it's. Uh, I wonder if the Americanized, like if we've exported the idea of kind of the like the way happy birthday, why do I keep saying that? But birthdays look. Because like the yeah. happy birthday song, I think, is like kind of an American invention. Right. Well, and it looks like this sort of original um, German celebration was no gifts. Right. It was just like, <laughs> you know, people coming to, you know, give well wishes sure. for the year. Right. And probably like a lot of those German things, like there was some terrifying element of it, which is like, <laughs> if you don't sing to the, baby, to the kid that they're going to be taken away by a monster down the river or something. Right. And it looks like Krampus. they followed um, in the 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 sort of ancient Greek tradition of mm. of candle lighting candles. Yeah, sure. Um, so the candle thing has always been weird to me. And then a lot of the research that I saw was about um, spit mm. and just the amount. How of, much spit gets on a cake? Oh yeah, yeah, and disgusting. Just the, yeah, and especially I, I remember at kids' birthday parties like those the. Um, you know, the, 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 you can't blow them out candles, whatever those totally. are called. And all the kids would try to help out and be totally. spitting all over the fucking cake. Yeah. And then we'd all eat it. Yeah. I mean, after COVID, I'm like, are we, you have the, you have kids <laughs> spitting all over the cake. You have balloons that someone's blown up with their disgusting mouths that are like <laughs> popping. And like, just like, those are like COVID grenades going off everywhere. <laughs> the fact that kids don't get sick all the time at every birthday party, sure. which I guess they kind of do. It's yeah, it's just it's a one big fucking spit fest. I really appreciated Mikey's because we did do candles for him, <laughs> just two candles. Yeah. A two and a four in that order. Yeah, I did um, those twenty-four. You're welcome. And I really appreciated your blowout because um it was very quick. Yeah, it was like and this. very low on the spit volume. It was like this. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really impressive. It was great. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of myself too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Oh, so baby, little baby man, rigatoni uh -huh. party time. Uh, last week we missed an episode, but he was a an acorn squash size then, mm -hmm. which is um, this big. I'm holding up my hands in kind of like a globe shape. <laughs> right. And then this week, what is he, Rindog? A zucchini. He's zucchini. So now he's suddenly like this big, like a 12 inch long uh -huh. or eight inch long zucchini. But it's like zucchini and cylindrical. is not. And then remember how the week before it was an eggplant. And that's a little bit more kind of like that. That shape makes sense to me because like a big kind of globe eggplant. Those are kind of like baby size. Right. What are we doing, everybody? But like, I don't, I don't know. It's just so strange because an eggplant can be much bigger than a oh, zucchini sure. and vice versa. One Japanese so. eggplant. Da, 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 da. Totally. But can't we just. Can we stick with spheres? I know, I know. Because baby know. is in like the fetal position. So that's like kind of spherical. Right. Um, or oblong. But like, don't, what are we doing with all these tubular cylindrical fruits? I know. I, I'm, I, and I, veg. I, I really don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get don't it. Understand. I know. But we are going to eat the baby this week. So we're going to eat some Zuchainai. We actually had Zuchainai last night on one of the pizzas. It was on the Cacho e Pepe pizza. That is the one slice I had. And yeah. it was, it was, um, delightful yeah maybe we'll do uh acorn squash zucchini hybrid meal whoa ooh, ooh, watch yourself yeah, yeah careful well thanks for tuning in you guys we love having you hope you had some laughs hope you, hope you had some learns um i hope that you know i think this i'm really glad Rennie, that you decided to bring up the uh you know our, our appointment today yeah because i think just the idea of advocating for yourself and especially people that are going through the birth world mm -hmm. and kind of uh and especially infertility 
there's a lot of moments where people tell you that you don't have a choice right. and that you don't get to have a say and right. Right. you know, you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. Um, we let's, love you. let's eat at Mikey and Rin.com. Um, at Rin, uh, what? At, <laughs> at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. That's kind of all the pertinent information. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Get at us if you, um, if you have something to say. I love that. <laughs> I love you. Love you. We love all of you guys too. Bye fam. Bye.